now time for our weekly conversation with New Mexico United owner and CEO, Peter Trevisani. Let's get caught up with anything and everything United. Here's Peter, Joe, and Sam. That's right. And without further ado, let's bring him in. Peter Trevisani, President and CEO of New Mexico United. So uh, we know United fell short on Saturday night, a packed house at uh, Toyota Field there in San Antonio, Pete. And, uh, you know, had to overcome a couple of first half goals by San Antonio, but uh, got a goal to make it interesting till the final minutes. Tell me your takeaways from that trip to San Antonio, Pete. Yeah, hey, fellas, good to, good to be back. Uh, happy Tuesday. We got to move the day back a day. But, uh, yeah, you know, look, San Antonio, uh, you got to first you give them credit because they're defending champs and they're loaded and they want to come out and intimidate you. And, and I think, you know, in the first half, uh, we played like we were intimidated. And uh, that's disappointing. I think our team is built better than that. And I think our coaching staff and players all know that. Uh, the second half felt a lot better. We in, and uh, we came out and got a goal and could have had another. And and um, you know, but it's just it's just so important to play a full ninety minute game in USL Championship. The teams are all so competitive and tough. And if you're going to take fifteen twenty minutes and not be at your best, it, it's going to you're going to be punished at the end. Yeah, they'll make you pay. You know, a clean sheet uh, after the 43-minute mark. I mean, New Mexico scores in the 57th minute. So, like you said, you still had 30-plus minutes uh, to even the score, even get a W. I mentioned uh, the frenzy, uh, you know, the atmosphere down there, Pete. You know, you go uh, with the team, and you often meet with the owners of these other USL teams. uh, And obviously it doesn't hurt that they won the championship last year, but uh, they've got, like, really good things going on. On, not only on the field but off the field as well, Pete. They really do. Their supporter group, uh, one of them is called the Crocketeers, and uh, they're always so uh, they're very loud and uh, you know raucous, just like our crowd. But uh, you know when uh, when I when I meet with them or you know I always go by and just say hi. And there's a cold beer in my hand and and uh, some food, and we take some great pictures. And they're just they're really great. But the environment in San Antonio is pretty intense and great. The ownership group is. Uh, also part of the Spurs ownership group, so they know what it means to bring a championship to a city that uh, doesn't, you know, have uh, a full slate of pro teams. And so, I think what you're seeing there, when you look at what's changed, I think is they're updating their stadium, they're updating the, it, you know, they're getting bigger crowds, and uh, that that team is only growing. And those, that's what we need in the USL Championship: more teams like San Antonio, New Mexico United, Louisville. Uh, that are, you know, bringing eight, nine, ten thousand every night and, and, and more importantly, bringing the spirit to the game. No doubt. And New Mexico United doesn't take a backseat to anybody in the USL. And you'll say that, uh, you know, more times than I do, Pete. And we'll get a crack at San Antonio later on in the year. They're going to have to face uh, New Mexico United at the lab. And uh, hopefully it's a different result. Uh, okay, uh, Pete. So, um, you know, one last thing about San Antonio, just because we have heard about, uh, you know, so many teams trying to get into the MLS. I mean, it really surprises me that San Antonio uh, hasn't had an MLS team uh, that yet. I mean, based on, you know, a lot of things. First of all, the size of the city. Uh, is that one of those markets that is, like, continuing to look to to get an opportunity in the MLS, Pete? Yeah, you know, it's, it's an interesting point, and I, I don't know the history perfectly, but uh, I'll paraphrase it, which is that San Antonio was on the short list, and when 
they started that team, it really was with an eye on going to the MLS. And this is back probably when the MLS had low 20s for number of teams. But when they expanded, they went in other directions. And uh, San Antonio kind of got put by the wayside. Now, I don't know where MLS is going. You know, some people say they might go as high as 40 teams. Um, and, you know, the last franchise went for $500 million. That's just to enter the league. You still have to have a stadium. You still have to do all, you know, build the team. So, you know, I, I don't know which markets are going to be priced out, uh, as that, that goes from 500 million to 700 million to a billion. Uh, but I think that some of the teams in our league will certainly be candidates where San Diego will, will see a team next year. And we, the loyal are one of the best USL championship teams. Yeah, I think. I think Detroit, Phoenix, you know, San Antonio, they're, they're certainly on the shorter list, if not the short list. United CEO, President CEO Peter Trevisani with us here on Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And Pete, along those lines, Zach Prince, head coach, making note of San Antonio's payroll and some guys with MLS experience being on that team. And we've had different cases over the years of clubs in USL Championship almost acting as feeder teams for, for the MLS is that do you do you see that moving forward at least as more the exception or and or the rule and is that something that you guys are trying uh, might consider uh, trying to do? Yeah, look, USL championships getting much more competitive. If it was as simple as spending more money to win a championship, everyone would spend more money. So you need to build a team uh, in a in a sustainable way. And so when you look at United and you look at our vision, it's a longer conversation. You know, we need to have some veteran leadership on the on the field like we do, right? When you go, we've got Kalen and Will and Austin on the back line. We've got Portillo in the middle. We've got guys like Santi and Weehan and uh, Armando up front and others. Uh, and that's great, but we also need Christian Nava and Alex Wagner and Andre Robles. And, and I think you've also seen us add some younger guys like uh, like uh, Kyle, who, uh, who scored la- the first goal, um, and, uh, Kyle Colonna. And, and that's like, that's what we need is we always need to have that pipeline. Some of those younger players could go to MLS or go to Europe. Uh, others, uh, championship may be as high as they get, but we have to have that balance. And I think we're trying to have that balance and, um, we're going to continue to build smarter and, and bring in players that want to be part of our community and win a cup. Well, one of the guys who exemplified a lot of those things, Pete, Devin Sandoval. It's going to be Devin Sandoval night at the lab Saturday night against El Paso Locomotive. We've been running the promos, posters for the first 2,000 fans, kicking off a yeah. big month for you guys. Four home matches in the month of June. Just you know, talk about some of the things that get you excited about Devin Sandoval night and just a, a, a big, big month in June for you guys. You know, you know Devin, um, you know, uh, has a special place in in uh, in New Mexico United's history, kind of in in my own you know heart, so to speak, and and many of the fans. You know, he's one of our own, and and you know he came from here. He was the first player we ever signed. Uh, we announced him. He was actually under contract with another team, Atlanta United two team, and we announced him in June, so people could get a sense of what this team was going to look like, what level of players we'd have, because Devin played in the MLS and. And uh, he came in and took a chance, came home, um, not knowing what it would look like. We, we had a coach, and we didn't have any other players. And, and then uh, he just came in and got to work and really was a leader in, in, in the mission of New Mexico United, you know, letting other players who may have been even from a different country understand what it, 
meant to people in New Mexico. And then after all that, he comes out and scores a banger of a first goal. So uh, absolutely, storybook, just storybook. It, it, it really is, and, and you could be a part of that Saturday night. Tickets.NewMexicoUTD.com, and of course, we'll have our coverage as well starting at 6 o'clock Saturday night here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team, and this is, it's a rivalry game as well, Pete, a, a club that a lot of us have become very familiar with, similar timelines for both as well, for United and El Paso, as far as making their way up the league. Just, you know, what have been some of your observations about, about El Paso as, you know, you guys kind of going along side by side? Yeah, well, look, uh, just to be abundantly clear, on the field, I hate these guys. I just, they just <laughs> rub Absolutely. the way, and uh, I want to I wanna stick it to them. I feel like, uh, you know, when you talk about rivalries, you know, there's a couple teams in El Paso's at the top of the list. Uh, so, I, you know, that that's uh, right now in game week, that's mostly what I'm focused on. I will say, um, you know, one of the things that I really like is El Paso, while not necessarily activated the level of New Mexico United, they have a very dedicated fan base, and they're growing it. Um, you know, they also play in a baseball stadium, so I appreciate the challenges they have down there. But, you know, I think they're building it. And, and frankly, for the league and for us, it, it's, it, it's better that they're a successful franchise because it just puts more emphasis on the game, and it's, and their fan base, fan base hates us. They're always heckling us, and yet we beat them uh, a lot. And uh, so <laughs> we're going to go out, and they've beaten us too. It's a very big game. It's the beauty so of sports, right, this Pete? Is, this is it. This is what rivalry is all about. Um, and if there's anyone that uh, you want to boo more than Yuma from El Paso, I'd like to know who it is because you're not paying any attention. I can't imagine you're going to be able to hear yourself talk when he touches the ball on Saturday night. Uh, that guy, um, you know, is, is the epitome of, you know, the, uh, the villain for, for, uh, for this game for, and good, for good reason. And, but, uh, but, you know, all those things aside, they're competitive, they're well coached, they're, they've got a great ownership group, they care about their community, they want to build up a club. And, and so this is what's going to make it so exciting off the field. And then off the field, we can, we could be partners uh, for building a better league. Yeah, there, there's a lot of th- annoying players on that team, and I'm sure, like you said, Paul, uh, uh, Peter, uh, there's going to be a bunch of boos and a bunch of porticitos and all that other stuff. It's going to be a blast on Saturday night. Devin Sandoval night. Kickoff is at 7. Get there plenty early. There's all kinds of activity around the lab. There's going to be people that are tailgating from 9, 10 in the morning. Uh, it's just a place to be this Saturday as uh, New Mexico United takes on El Paso Locomotive. Uh, so, Pete, uh, people can get their tickets at uh, New Mexico United or UTD.com. NMUTD.com. It's NMUTD.com. And then uh, also, am I saying that right, Sam? Normally I write it down. Uh, it's uh, t- New Yeah, New Mexico so, UTD.com. Okay, normally I write it down, Peter. Excuse you're there. Me. You're there. Just uh, Google it, and uh, <laughs> you know sometimes some of those stuff ups come up first. But no, but uh, you'll, if you want to come right in and uh, you know see Geeks, our official partner this year, and you can buy it through the app or uh, uh, you know get your seats. And we're gonna have a. It's gonna be. It's gonna be well over ten thousand people. Well over it. It's gonna be a beautiful summer night, and and it's not. It, there's no other place. You, should want to be this is going to be a special game we only get to play them once at home during the regular season and 
They've won seven in a row. They're in second place. I mean, this is what it's all about. It is. And you can go to uh, United Head Team Headquarters there at Central and Carlisle for tickets and gear and everything else. Pete, appreciate you. We'll talk to you next Monday. We'll see you at the game on Saturday night. That's a team president and CEO, Peter Trebisani for New Mexico United. United with four games in June starting on uh, Saturday night. We'll have all those games, as always, right here on 1017 The Team. All right, quick break. When we come back, we've got the top five at five. Uh, and uh, in regards to this, it's the lowest of low-hanging fruit turns into a deleted tweet. What's that all about? That's next on 1017 The Team.